Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes needing new tires can catch us by surprise. That's why tire power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tirepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. 11.03 and uh, every week on a Friday we delve a little deeper into the greyhound racing industry, of course uh, responsible for a lot of employment around the country as well. And uh, so it's uh, very necessary to uh, New Zealand racing way of life. And uh, it's been great over the weeks uh, to talk to a lot of real characters, um, old and young, male and female. And I'm pleased to say today we're sticking with the female side of things because we're going to be talking to Sarah Clawson. Uh, Sarah, good morning to you. Thank you very much for joining us here on SENZ. Uh, you're he- heavily entrenched uh, in the greyhound industry, of course, because you are a Greyhound Racing New Zealand board member. Yes, that's right. Good morning. Tell us uh, uh, how busy you are in that role. Uh, I'm not too bad as I'm um, actually an emerging director, so it means that I'm sort of an observer on the board. But I've I really enjoyed my time on the board. I get to um, you know sit in every meeting and have, have my say. And um, we've obviously got meetings outside of the, the monthly meeting and other discussions that happen. But I've been really enjoying my time at, because it's such a high interest of mine, it doesn't really feel like work and it doesn't really feel like it actually takes up um, much time out of my life because it's, yeah, because I'm so heavily involved in it. So, Sarah, what are the the main issues uh, facing the Greyhound Racing Board at the moment as such? Uh, we obviously had Wanganui shut down, um, so we're currently looking at bringing, uh, getting Wanganui back up and running and uh, and looking at a straight track. There's obviously the issues of, you know, young people coming through the game as well and uh, just, you know, making sure we've got enough dogs racing, really. So uh, in terms of uh, facilities, um, uh, what we've we've got at the moment, is that it at the moment? I mean, Wanganui perhaps introducing the straight track was uh, quite exciting in the light of how successful it is in Australia, of course. Uh, but uh, are we looking perhaps uh, at any other venues, stretching it out a wee bit more? Yeah, definitely looking at the South Island, definitely looking op- at options at the moment. Um, and it's just a matter of time, really. So fingers crossed that it happens shortly. I'd say Nelson or maybe Nelson or Blenheim, the top of the South Island? Oh, no, it'd be more towards Ashburton and Omaroo way. Um, we're just weighing up our options um, and looking at what, what could be done or, or what what could be available Um and that would be yeah the the option really. There's no no trainers in the in the top of the South Island. Uh, uh, there's people obviously down at Invercargill, so sort of meeting in between Christchurch and Invercargill would be a good place. Your partner is uh, Matt Roberts, of course, uh, son of a very high profile trainer in the past, and Craig Roberts. Um, were you greyhound before you, um, were you before you met Matt? Were you involved in the industry at all? 
No, not at all. Matt and I actually met uh, playing squash at a local squash club, and uh, Matt asked me for a hit, and I thought, oh, righto. And um, after that, we, we he asked me if I wanted to go to the races one day, and I thought, oh, okay, because I've, I've never really been involved in racing. I've always sort of had dad's always been watching the races on the TV, and um, but I had no idea. I couldn't read form, didn't know how to pick out a dog, so took dad along with me to, to the races, and uh, really fascinated me and it was um, awesome meeting Matt and his family, you know, seeing what they do every day and, and I guess you could say the rest's history. Uh, well, it is, but it, it's a common history, uh, Sarah, because I, I, I talk to people um, every week from the greyhound racing industry and they all have the same feeling about the industry. It just kind of grabs you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Dad sport dogs now and it's just it's right through our family too now from just meeting Matt, so... There's just something about it, you know, the dogs are wonderful animals and, and spending every day with them and just getting the thrill of when they win, you just make you, just makes you so proud of them. Sarah, you've also been, it's recently been announced uh, that you will be the manager of the uh, Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club, taking over the role from uh, Tony Music, who has uh, been in the role for a few decades. Uh, looking forward to the <laughs> challenges in that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, prior to obviously uh, being involved in the Greyhounds more, I... I was at university and had a banking background so the management side is more my forte and then of course combined with my interest in greyhound racing I think it's the the perfect job for me um it's going to take me a little while to get used to the role and and get the swing of things at the moment we're stuck in um, lockdown with COVID so hopefully it doesn't take us too long to recover from that and I'll, I'll be um in there with Tony starting to learn the job. Sarah, greyhound welfare is always top of the agenda when, and you know, you face objections from people outside the industry, obviously the racing, the racing industry in general does that, but um, what are your opinions on that and how careful do you have to be around it? Oh, it's, it's, a really, it's a really emotional subject for a lot of us because we put so much care and love into the dogs every day. I mean, regularly I welcome people to come and look at our property. I mean, we've just spent... I don't, don't even want to know how much was spent on our property, getting it up to a really high standard. I mean, all the, the, the kennel block, some of the kennel blocks fully insulated, um, you know, retreating dogs regularly, uh, vet see them every time they go to the races. It's, it's, it's really hard for us to try and, you know, block that out from us. Um, but, I mean, we love these dogs. We wouldn't be doing it if we didn't. And, of course, the dog's not going to perform well if it's, you know, not w- well treated. So... Yeah, it's it's a really tough subject, and it, the people that are anti-racing, they're probably always going to be anti-racing. Um, but it's just continuing to try and put those positive messages out there and and get across that we do love these dogs, and they do, are well treated. When I watch uh, the, the dog racing, and I do, um, I see um, every dog has a handler, of course, uh, around to the traps, etc. Uh, I see great uh, demographic of young and old involved in the industry. Is uh, it looks to me when the, the youth, the young people that are involved, it looks like it's it's looking pretty solid at that level. Yes, it is to an extent. You know, a lot of them have got the handlers' licences, but. It's when they go to the next phase of actually wanting to train their own dogs and trying to find a property. Price property is just a ridiculous price and, and then the set-up fees on top of that. So there is a great bunch of young kids, you know, coming through handling dogs, but it's just going to that next point um, of actually training out of your own facilities. That's, that's the hard, hard part at the moment. 
So how many how many dogs do do you uh, run in your in your setup in your kennel? Um, we've currently got fifty, but we're actually going to start reducing our numbers and, and send our dogs out to other trainers um, because of me getting getting the role at the Christchurch Club. Uh, Matt's going to look after it. We've got two children, so he's going to look after the children uh, part time, and then they'll go to daycare part time. So. It'll be a bit of a juggling act for all of us, but uh, yeah, just he'll have to obviously do the dogs and look after the kids for a portion of the time. Oh, it's a changing society, isn't it? Isn't it a changing society, Sarah? <laughs> sure is. <laughs> sure is. Hey, look, we can't let you go without a tip. Have you got anything going? Anything going around shortly that's good and going to win and guaranteeing us? Uh, Adobe Dazzler today at Eddington. Sorry, I don't actually know what race she's in, but she won um, earlier in the week and she went really well, so really hope she wins again. Cool. Well, mark that one down. Sarah, uh, fantastic to talk to you. Congratulations uh, on your board position and also good luck with uh, your new venture as manager of the Christchurch Greyhound Racing Club. Uh, look forward to perhaps catching up with you again shortly. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thank you. Okay, bye. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.